Hi, welcome to Through a Handler's Eyes. I'm Jo Hilda and I'll be interviewing assistance dog handlers Australia-wide. We won't be discussing legalities or training methods, just the journey of the human and their dog. Hello, and today we're going to be, I'm going to be interviewing Steve and his dog, York. Steve is from Victoria and he has an organisation trained and supplied dog. How are you today, Steve? I'm actually from New South Wales. New South Wales. Did I say Victoria? Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I can uh, fix that up. Coast, south coast of New South Wales. If south you want coast to start again. of New South Wales. And <clears throat> how are you doing today? I'm great. Fantastic. When did you get your first assistance dog? You said he's a guide dog, so obviously you have vision impairment. But what made you decide to get a dog as part of your your management plan? I've been losing my sight. Um, I'm in my early 50s now and I've been losing my sight my, my whole life. I started to use a cane a few years before that and a cane is, is great for getting around um, but all a cane will do is tell you if there's an obstacle in your way. It won't actually find a door for you or a seat it won't guide you around an object. It will just tell you there's something there. But York is amazing. He not only is it just guiding me and finding things for me, but it's the companionship. It's it's just really. I, I say all the time it's life changing, but I don't know how else to say it. It yeah. just really is life changing. And does he, having him there, I have got no concept what it would be like to be vision impaired. Um, and does it make you feel a bit safer having him there too? Definitely. Going out and about on your own? You can feel very isolated with a vision impairment. Um, you know, if you're sitting on a, a seat somewhere, you know, even in a shopping centre, and you can't see the people around you, you can feel very alone. But having York sitting there with me, you've always got somebody with you that you can talk to and, you know, it really is a great companion as well. Yes. So tell me a bit about him, about his, his uh, personality and, 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 and his breed. I'll just add one extra thing to that with the yeah. companion side. I think some people don't like the fact that they're approached all the time when they have a, a guide dog or maybe an assistance dog. But I really enjoy that interaction with people as well, rather than just me sitting there a little bit isolated. The number of people that I've met, you know, the friendships, the conversations that have started, I, I really enjoy that as well. Yeah. Is it is it mainly positive um, interactions you've had? Definitely. I, I don't think I've really had any negative interactions. I've had one or two refusals, but only in the initial stages. Once I've explained the situation to people, then they've been fine with York coming with me wherever I go. But people often tell me I don't really look blind. So, you know, sometimes there's some confusion. But once I explain it as a guide dog, you know, it's, it's been fine. Yes, that can be difficult, um, having invisible uh, illness or what people perceive to be invisible and um, they say to you, oh, what's the problem? You don't need that. But 
obviously in your case you do. Um, I mean, we all do. That came out wrong. Um, so t- give me a bit about York's personality and and um, how you got him, how you went about. Um... So I applied for Guide Dog and they came out and talked to me to see whether I needed a guide dog. Um, I'd already done cane training with that organisation and they videotaped how I walked um, for pace and things like that, went all around the area to see what sort of environment York would be working in, uh, talked to me about my lifestyle, how active I was, um, all of those different things. So then they went away and said, we'll try to match you with a dog. And they built up a profile of what sort of dog they were looking for. And one of the key things with York, where I live, there are a lot of dogs in this area. And dog distraction can be a big problem. Uh, But York is great working around other dogs. He will ignore other dogs without too much of a problem. As long as people leave him even the smallest amount of room to work in, um, he's... He's fantastic like that. He's pretty reserved. He he loves to work. He's very serious. Um, although today we had a, a puppy come for a play date, uh, a guide dog puppy who's about four and a half months old, yeah. came around and he loved it. They wrestled and ran around the backyard and that um, was, was great. But a lot of the time he's fairly serious and he, he just loves to work. And does he have, what sort of things do you do with him at home for recreation so that he's he's not on all the time? Yeah, well, we have a bit of a routine where in the morning we have a, a wrestle in the lounge room um, with some toys and things after breakfast. Then we go out into the back deck and sit in the sun and then we go down to the backyard and we play a bit of soccer and tug of war and uh, things like that. Um, not quite as often as that. We go down to the beach. We live at the beach, so York gets to free run on the beach. He loves to run through the water and fossick around. Um, I might be blind, but I still go stand-up paddleboarding. York's yeah. been on front of the stand-up paddleboard a few times. Oh, excellent. That's excellent. Yeah. So he's got a pretty full life. We have regular play dates for him with other guide dogs, Um it's definitely not work all the time. Try to keep it, you know, interesting for him and have lots of periods where he can just be a dog and be off, but he still loves to go to work. Yeah. Yeah, I think they know that they're helping and I think that they like helping us because we help them so much too, I think. Um, So... When you got him, did you have to go and do some training um, at the guide dog facility before he came home? When I was matched with York, it just happened that there weren't a huge amount of guide dogs being placed at that time. So they did training at my home and an instructor came here every day for a month and we did sessions every morning and every afternoon and... (laughs) was pretty exhausting in the early days we were yeah we were walking up to 10 kilometers a day doing training yeah and, you know that that very first week he was 
little bit, you know, uneasy and unruly. And but just week after week, he got better and better and better, and and now he's he's pretty special. Yeah, it was just getting used to that new environment, hey, a new well, person. Well, when he came here, I don't think he'd ever seen too many surfboards or seagulls or, you know, there were lots of new smells and it was just a completely overwhelming experience for him, a totally new environment. Yeah. But he, he settled in really well. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. And by the sounds of it, if he goes with you on your paddleboard, he's a sporty boy and so are you. So it sounds like a very good match. Yeah. he. I wouldn't call him an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> But he loves to, whatever I'm doing, he loves to be a part of it. His worst fear is being left at home. So luckily for him, he goes everywhere with me. Yeah, that's really great. Um, So what is the best thing about having a guide dog? I think it's the freedom and the independence. Yeah. That's the amazing part of it. A vision impairment can be very isolating. It you know, you can't drive a car. Um, you don't feel confident to walk down the street on your own. You know, there are always new obstacles and things. Yeah. So the freedom that he gives me, you know, I, I'd never been to the hairdresser on my own for years. So I hadn't walked into a hamburger shop and bought a hamburger on my own for years. Now we do those things all the time, second nature, and it's it's just amazing. He... He knows all of my local places to go. We can jump on a bus and go into town. We can jump on a train and go into a bigger city. He's incredible, you know. That's wonderful. Um, so how did your family and friends react when you got him? They were all pretty excited. <laughs> they, Yeah, I, there was no negativity at all. Everyone was just really excited and happy to to meet him you know we had to explain a few of the rules about not distracting him talking to him patting him things like that when he's in harness but when he's a normal dog out of harness you know he's just one of the family and everybody everybody loves him yeah I suppose it uh, has also given your wife a little bit more freedom too yeah it's been amazing for her she's not as responsible she can palm me off onto york i suppose and and he takes care of me that's great um so what would be a piece of advice that you would give someone who was looking at getting uh, a guide dog or even an assistance dog because the the same themes run throughout as far as giving them freedom and and um, being able to do things that you couldn't do prior to getting uh, your dog. What bit of advice would you give someone? My advice to anybody, and I'm not very experienced in other areas, but anybody with a, a vision impairment is not to do what I did. I cut myself off for way too long and struggled on without any assistance or support. And I became very isolated before I reached out for help. But once I reached out for for help, then things just got better. And when when I was struggling with my sight loss, 
I, I was worried what people would think. You know, if you walk down the street and you're not using a cane or a guide dog or something and you, you bump into somebody, you know, they can tell you to watch where you're walking or something like that. But mm. once you have a, a guide dog with you, then people are really happy to help. They're happy to, to be supportive and it's, it's kind of saying to people, you know, they, they understand me better because it's instantly apparent to them what I'm doing rather than just maybe acting a little strange because I'm bumping into somebody or I can't find a door handle or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I've only had really good positive experiences. So I would say reach out for the help and talk to the people that are providing that support and just start that period of communication. You know, you might not jump in straight away, but get the education, find out what it's all about, how it can possibly help you, and don't be afraid because it's only been a totally positive experience for me. Oh, that's fantastic. Have you had any challenges? And if you have, what was the biggest one that you had? Oh, look, there are challenges all the time. Um, there are always new obstacles. The other day we were walking along and we came across a newly resurfaced road with hot tar and, you know, that was a, a new experience. Luckily I could smell the tar and I stopped York and I reached down I felt the hot tar and we, we managed to find a new way around before we walked into it. But mm. there are always new obstacles. Um, York's been tackled by an off-lead dog a couple of times, an aggressive dog, and I've had to get my big, loud, scary voice out to get them away. Um, that must be must have been a bit frightening for you too because if you can't see what's coming, that would yeah, be... Yeah, well, that's right. You, you don't... You know, a few times I've just heard the, the growling dog coming towards me and you don't know whether there's anybody with the dog, whether they're off-lead, you know, so... That's a little bit confronting. Luckily, York is very good around other dogs, but, you know, if he has a bad experience, I'm worried that that'll affect the way that he can work as well. So Absolutely. That's something I'm really on guard. And I can be pretty cranky, so I think I've managed to scare dogs away. Yeah. But we were, we were um, hit by a reversing car one day. That wasn't great. We had a car back out of a driveway and hit York knock him off his feet into me and sort of give me a whack as well. Oh, were either of you injured? No. Luckily, York got a bit of a bruise and I got a bit of a bump on my elbow and I was a bit cranky that day as well. But, yeah, it was pretty confronting. I was worried that that would affect York. And the next day when we walked past that area where that happened, he was cautious and he had a good look and, he looked to me to say, you know, is it okay? Should we go? And once I said, yep, it's okay, let's go, you know, he was fine. And coming back the other way past the same area, again, he was very cautious. But, you know, he, he was he's very resilient. That's one yes. of his qualities, very resilient. That's, that's really great because he learnt something from that, didn't he? He wasn't put off by it, but he learnt in this space we need to be just a little bit careful, Dad. Exactly, exactly. Um, So uh, does York have his own Facebook page or Instagram page? I ask everyone that. (laughs) There is a Facebook page, Steve Fox 
then the little Anne symbol, Ampy Sam, York the guide dog, and yeah. there's a YouTube channel as well, Steve Fox and York the guide dog, the same, and there are quite a few videos with York walking around in harness, guiding me through different situations, uh, York on front of the paddleboard, things like that. That's great. I'll put that in the show notes, if you like, so people can have a have a look at that. Um, and just we do that because in every video it might not be totally, you know, apparent, but I try to make it a little bit entertaining. But there's always a little message in there about if you see a, a guide dog or an assistance dog with your dog, leave them some room to work. Um, don't pat a guide dog. Uh, don't talk to a guide dog little bits like that in there and I've shared where I live there's we live right between two off-leash dog areas one on the beach and one on the headland yeah and I've shared a couple of videos with the local dog park Facebook group and the change in people has been amazing once they understand I find that most people are really more than happy to work with me and and do the right thing and help York and I get around as long as they know. So that education process, that's what it's all about. Yeah. And I think you're open, you are open to that too, by the sounds of it. You're open to letting people know what you need in, in that space of having York with you. Um, Some people just, I think, expect the public to know, period, you should know by now what an assistance dog or what a guide dog does, but it's not necessarily so. You know, some people don't understand, and it's great that you're doing that because it that will have a flow-on effect because people that go to your local dog park will see it, but they'll discuss it with other people too, and it'll have that flow-on effect. Yeah, the, the, the experience that we have now compared to when I first got York is chalk and cheese it's amazing when i'm walking along one of my regular routes at the moment people will step off the path a meter or two and just say morning steve hi york as we go past which i don't mind that's that's great we say good morning and it's fantastic whereas i don't blame people if they don't know yeah and the people that have seen the video they've started doing that so then other people see other people doing that and it's had a, an enormous flow on effect, which has been great for us. Yeah, it's wonderful. And and I think the uh, the guide dog community in general, because in, in recent years, surprising as it is, I've seen a number of um, incidences with guide dogs and their handlers and it's very, uh, it's it's scary for me to see that because... I can see and I know how it feels when those sorts of things happen to my dog and I might be able to see an aggressive dog or someone coming along the footpath or, you know, um, let alone if you're caught unawares. So it's good that you're out there spreading that, that word too because it has been a bit more in the news over the last couple of years, people, with guide dogs having issues so that's a uh, that's a great thing. We're doing our little bit. It's not huge, but every little bit helps, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. That's why I do this podcast now is so that people can understand they're not alone and sometimes um, like with the 
the dog attack scenario, someone might say something that someone else will go, oh, I'll keep that in my toolbox in case a dog comes near me, you know. So it's um, it's good to be able to help uh, in those circumstances, let people have a bit more insight into what it's really like to be in this situation. So, well, thank you very much for chatting with me today. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having us. It's been great talking to you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you've got any questions or you would like to be a guest, email me at eyes at gmail.com. Bye.